All right, church. So as you guys are making your way back to your seats, I am going to ask for all of our kids that are here with us this morning, if you guys want to go ahead and join us right up front here. And church, if you can, go ahead and please put your hands together for Miss Jane as she comes forward to share our uh, story for Children's Church this morning. here. How are you guys today? Good. Has anybody ever said, when I grow up, I want to be... Yes, I knew you had. Do you want to share? Okay. I would want to be a pastor like my dad. He wants to be a pastor. All right. Awesome. Anybody else? Yes? Ari? I want to be a worship singer. She wants to be a worship singer. No, Maddie? No? Becca? What do you want to be? No? Okay. I always wanted to be a flight attendant, but I didn't do that at all. Does anybody know what I do? on this stage. <laughs> I would like to do that for a living. That'd be fun, huh? All right, so let's read this scripture. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Does God have plans for us? Yeah. Do we know what they are all the time? No. What should we do to know what God has planned for us? Ask God. Ask him. Okay, so how do we ask him? Pray. Pray. That's good, Ari. Thanks. I can always count on Ari to help me out here. Um, so we need to pray. We need to be always watching and waiting and listening, right? And knowing what God has planned for us. Does he only make plans for us for what we're going to do with our life? No? Does he make plans for what I'm going to do today? Yeah? He does, huh? He makes plans for us all the time. I want to share a little story with you. A couple days ago, I was in Penny's buying clothes. I'm always buying clothes. Huh? <laughs> and a man came up to us and said, he was an elderly man, and he said, can you help me find women's nightgowns? I have a really dear old friend who needs a new nightgown. So I could have just said, we have no idea where it's at, and let it go at that. But God had a plan and he decided to tell me to walk with him over to that department and help him pick it out. Do you know what he said to me after I helped him? He said thank you. He did say thank you. And he said something to me like, you have done your godly 
duty today. Ooh, ooh. God had a plan, right? So I was able to share with him a little bit. We can always be watching and waiting. You could be in the grocery store. You could be anywhere. God has a plan for you. Even when you're little, like in kindergarten. Right, Ari? Yeah, okay. Who wants to pray? <laughs> Father, I hope that you forgive us of our sins. And thank you for the, this amazing day, Lord. And thank you for making us in these best names. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, you guys can go sit back down. Amen. Miss Jane, thank you for sharing this morning. Uh, Jeremiah 29:11, one of my favorite verses, and uh, really just a good reminder for all of us, church, that no matter what, God has a plan for us. We don't always know what it is, but pray, meditate on it, and he will reach out. He will speak to you. All right, again, thank you, Miss Jane. So right now, Folks, if you can uh, welcome our missions president, we are going to ask Mr. Mark Butler forward for just a few minutes. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, it's been a little while since we did a missions update, and uh, one of the uh, things that are in great need right now with all of the fires going on are crisis care kits. How many of you have ever put one of those together? Oh, yeah. So quite a few of you. Well, you're going to get a chance again, okay? And those of you who have never done it, it's not hard. Um, hopefully next week we'll have lists in the back, um, what needs to go in it. And they are very specific. These go into some areas of the world where if that kit has the wrong stuff in it, they'll confiscate an entire shipment. Okay? Um, so just be careful and follow the list. And all you got to do is follow that list, put them together. Uh, we're going to get Ziploc bags for you to put them in, and we'll start uh, that again next week. Um, we have needs even in our backyard with the fires right here uh, next door in California. A lot of those people are displaced and, and literally left with the clothes on their back. Um, the big thing coming up though, um, October 3rd is our Faith Promise weekend. Faith Promise, absolutely, yes. Um, that's the weekend where we really focus um, on pledges to our World Evangelism Fund. Um, that's how the Church of the Nazarene funds a lot of its missions work around the world. And I, I'm very excited to announce our own resident semi-retired missionaries. Dan and Melody will be bringing the service that weekend. We're looking forward to that. Um, and so I would challenge you uh, a couple of challenges. Um, the first one is when you think about missions, broaden your mind. Missions aren't just giving to the fund. There's a lot of other ways to participate in missions and even right here at home as well but primarily just start praying what God would have you to do for the World Evangelism Fund um, we'll do pledges but you don't have to pledge you can give as you can um, but just ask God what he would have you to do and how to participate in that um, so let's pray for missions Heavenly Father we are so thankful that we serve a risen Savior um, and you have instructed us to take the word around the world to reach those who are lost and so, Father, as we look at doing that, um, as, as we look at contributing our resources, Father, just lay on our hearts what you would have us to do, how you would have us to help. Bless our giving. Bless those who give. Bless our church as a whole, Father. Help us to continue to spread the gospel to those in need, to those who are lost. 
We just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give Mark a hand. Amen. Thank you. All right. So we have uh, something I want to start implementing um, every month. Uh, it's anniversaries. And so um, we have Steve and Cheryl Mott anniversary, Michael and Omina, Ran and Linda Banks, Jim and Cherie, Pastor Ted and Doris Allen. May I ask how many years? 66 years. Wow. Uh, Brett and Majesta, are you guys here this morning? Okay, may I ask how many years? How? Eight years, hey. Hey. <laughs> Knowing Brett, it might feel like 66 for Majesta. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm just joking. Mike and Mary Johnson, are you guys here this morning? I think they come second service. Can we give these, these folks a hand, amen? Amen. <clears throat> My name is Pastor Carlos, and I am so excited and happy for what God has in store for us today. Um, if you're joining with us online, thank you so very much for being here. Uh, we appreciate your faithfulness, and to all those who are here this morning, we thank you. Um, we do have some awesome news, some exciting news, but before we get to that, I do want to um, wish someone a very happy birthday. Um, and uh, this, this person does a lot behind the scenes. Um, stuff no one even sees. I'm, I'm talking even like four or three in the morning. They're here at the church at that time, fixing and doing things and always on the move. And uh, so without further ado, I just, can we please say happy birthday to Luke Rupp? <laughs> so on three, on three, and we're not going to sing, okay? We're not, I'm not going to put Luke through this, but on three, we just say happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Luke. Can, can we give him a hand? Can you give this to Luke, please? Amen. All right. Okay. Now, um, have you know here at Home Church, we appreciate our volunteers. We appreciate those who serve, um, uh, especially those who have served for many years. And it's something that, is, uh, that, that hits my heart. People that do it not for the recognition, not to be noticed. They do it because, number one, they love God, and they love people, and they love our church. And so this is way, way past, I believe, in my, my opinion. Um, but, but what an honor it is for, for us today to be able to say thank you. So um, could I have Miss Doris Allen come, please? Come. Could I also ask, um, can, you, can, you may stand right here, Irma Durung, could you please come? Thank you. Thank you so much, Jen. Let's see here. So this is the Distinguished Service Award. Um, it says Sparks Home Church 
of the Nazarene uh, takes pleasure in presenting this certificate to Miss Doris Allen. Miss Doris, we appreciate and acknowledge your 50 years of ministry. And dedication to home church of the Nazarene. You have served the people of this church and many others with dedication and grace. It is with great appreciation that we say thank you. Signed uh, by the General NMI Director, September 26, 2021. Miss Irma Durungs, Sparks Home Church of the Nazarene, takes pleasure in presenting this certificate to you. We also appreciate you and acknowledge your 50 years of dedication and service to Home Church of the Nazarene. You made your 34 years as church, church board secretary. Oh, about that. Tessie, mic check, hold on. Your 34 years of church board secretary. It says right here, you, you made it look easy. And you executed the other duties of the position with excellence. September 26, 2021, signed by the General NMI Director. I also have something else for you. We have a... Uh, uh, the, the home church staff, and uh, as along with the board, has gotten you guys um, a, a gift certificate so, so you, you can go out with your, your, uh, your loved ones. But I have this here. I want to, you guys, I wish you guys could see it close. This is a beautiful cross here. Miss Doris, this is uh, for you. And if I may, Pastor Ted, you're not going to mind if I place this on your wall. Is that okay? I don't want any fights after church. I don't. Thank you, sir. Stay there, stay there. Ms. Irma Durunks. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, is your husband here, Joe? Yes. Joe, you're not going to mind if I place this on Irma? Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> We're going to get a quick photo real quick, and um, thank you so very much. Only if you want to. All right. Thank you so very much, ladies. Thank you so very much. Let's give them a hand. All right. So um, do me a favor, though. Irma and Doris, uh, we also have second service, so if you can bring those necklaces back to me, I'd appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Mike, thank you so very much. Let's give them a hand. Amen. Thank you.
Ladies, thank you so much for your dedication to our church. It is greatly appreciated, and please know that we love you both very dearly. Church, just a couple of exciting events that we have going on before we uh, move into our time of worship in the Word. So first off, we just want to remind you that we have youth group on Thursday nights at 6.30 here at the church. So make sure that you guys are showing up at 6.30. It's uh, a time of prayer before Mr. Matt and Miss Amanda get into uh, God's Word. Also on Thursday nights at 6.30, we have our kids' Bible quizzing taking place again. And this is going to be taking place every Thursday night at 6.30. If you have any questions or need additional information, we would encourage you to reach out to uh, either Miss Cherie Matthews or to give our church office a call for more information. Church, we are getting a brand new parking lot. So first off, just want to say thank you to the members of the board um, who supported this. Just a reminder, our church parking lot will be put in place September 13th to the 17th. If you need to access the church during this time, we just want to remind you that you will need to park on the street for those couple of days. Men's breakfast has changed days and locations. So the men's breakfast is going to be taking place on the last Saturday of every month. And the meeting is going to be taking place at 8 o'clock in the morning at the Black Bear Diner in Sparks. If you have any additional questions, we would encourage that you reach out to Mr. Ron Sherwood for additional information. And then last but not least, on October the 7th, we are going to be starting adult Bible studies. <laughs> Praise God. I know a lot of you guys have been asking for this, and it's been a long time coming. So October the 7th, this is going to be taking place on Thursday nights at 6.30. So what that means for you is when you bring your kids to youth group, when you bring your kids to Bible quizzing, stay with us, get in the word, and let's fellowship and have a Bible study together. So make sure you mark that on your calendars for October the 7th at 6.30. Church, again, we just want to thank you for all of your faithfulness in your tithes and your offerings. We would encourage you guys to continue giving online as you've been doing so. Or if you are here in person and you brought your tithe with you, we do have our offering box on the left-hand side as you exit the sanctuary. If you guys would mind, please go ahead and bow your heads with me this morning as we pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this morning, God, giving you all the praise and the glory for another beautiful day, Lord. God, this morning as we gather in your house to learn more about you, God, and we take up our tithes and offerings, Lord, I pray that you bless these cheerful givers as we have been called to give to you the best of our first fruits, God. Lord, I pray that you would take these tithes and offerings, God, bless them, use them in ways that we can't imagine to touch somebody else's life, God. Lord, I pray that you would continue to work through this church through the people of this church, God. Lord, as we move into our time of worship, God, we just celebrate you. We give you thanks and praise for all of the things that you continue not only to do in our personal lives, God, but also through our church here. God, for anybody who is um, just going through a rough patch right now, God, who has maybe built up their Jericho walls this past week, God, 
Lord, I, I invite you into this place this morning, God. I pray that you would break down those walls, God. Break down these barricades, God, and let us just rejoice and celebrate in your name. God, we thank you for our pastor, the leader and the shepherd that he is, God. Lord, as he prepares to deliver your message this morning, God, we just pray a special blessing over Pastor Carlos. Bless his words, anoint his words, speak through him and let somebody leave changed this morning, different than when they walked in. Lord, we pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Stand with me, church, as we sing out this song. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And oh, see how great, how great is our God. Yeah. How great is our God. Sing with me. Sing. 
darkness tries to roll over my bones when sorrow comes to steal the joy I own when brokenness and pain is all I know I won't be shaken no I won't be shaken help me out Ron when darkness tries to roll over my bones when sorrow comes to steal the joy I own when brokenness and pain is all I know, I won't be shaken, oh. I won't be shaken, because oh. my fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm My fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm
free this morning with me. Amen. Go on and speak against my borrow in since the judge is my defense. I'm going free. Right when the gavel fell, I heard the freedom bell ring through the heart of hell. I'm going free. I'm going free. Yeah. I won't go back. I won't go back again. That's just not who I am. Lord, I'm a brand new man. I'm going free. I'm on a narrow road. It's paved with grace and hope. It's going to lead me home. I'm going free. I'm going free.
morning in Jesus. Amen. We are free. that we are free in your love. Help us to make a joyful noise to you, Lord. Help us to bring our joy to you because you love to have it. And Lord, if there are some who are down this morning, I pray that the joy of the Lord would be their strength. We thank and praise you, Jesus, for being here with us. We thank you that we can celebrate. We thank you too, Lord, for two special saints that deserved our recognition. And we know that you are smiling down saying, well done, Doris and Irma. Thank you for serving me. Help us all, Lord, to serve you with our gladness. And today, as our pastor comes to Bring us the message we ask you to fill him with your Holy Spirit. How thankful we are for a spirit-filled pastor. How thankful we are that we can come to home church and worship you in spirit and in truth. And now, Lord, we ask you to come. Be with us, bless us, and remember that we love you. In Jesus' love we pray. Amen. Praise. Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Oh, I am so excited and uh, just thrilled. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate that. I'm so excited this morning and... Um, 
and we're, we're blessed this morning to be able to have um, a, a sister of ours from Peru to come share her, her story, her testimony. But before she comes up, I want to um, give a shout out to her family in Peru who's watching this morning. Can we say hi, church? Hi. Amen. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining in. Um, I don't know if you guys remember 2020 or 2000. Yes. Uh, we got a phone call from Pastor Pepe who said um, our, our brother Agapito has been in an accident. And I remember as a church we prayed for Agapito and Sylvia. And, uh, but I didn't know the accident was as bad as it, as it was. And looking at the, the photos, even the authority said nobody should be alive today. But I remember as a church, we prayed, and I'm sure some, you know, we prayed, and hey, what, but I know we have prayer warriors in this church, people who were believing God for some people they didn't even know, praying for someone that they knew a little bit, but on their hands and knees, praying, God, save this family. And so this morning... Um, we're going to be finishing up our series uh, enough and where we looked at the life of Elijah and walked with him through times of victory, joy, but also times of discouragement. Amen? And ways to get out of discouragement. We talked about the, the ways to get out of discouragement. We also talked about ways that get us into discouragement. Things that we can do that don't help us with discouragement. And we have this precious family in our church who lived through a traumatic event. And so I would like Gloria to come share with us about that. So can we, can we please give Gloria a hand as she takes the stage? Amen. Good morning, Gloria. How are you? Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, church. She said, good morning, church. <laughs> Amen. I'm not sure if you can hear her. By the way, there's some tea right here. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. It's really good. It's, uh, Thank you. I, I think you get okay. this stuff at I'm Dutch Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really good stuff. Um, yeah. Amen. All right. So, Gloria, um, tell us who you're related to and um, how, are you, how are you connected here at our church. Okay. Um, I'm Gloria Orozco. My parents over there, Agapito and Sylvia. Woo, woo! <laughs> um, Could you please stand real quick, Agapito and Sylvia? Can we give them a hand? Beautiful family, beautiful couple. They've been a part of our church for many years, and uh, so thank you. Uh, well, I'm married. I'm 11 years. Uh, married with my husband, Ivan. Actually, he's, uh, he's uh, improved right now. He's watching. <laughs> And I have two kids, Rebecca and Benjamin. Uh, she's over there too. Uh, Rebecca is nine years old, and Benjamin is four years old too. Um, I'm so happy to be here, uh, and thank you so much for this time. Uh, thank you, Pastor Carlos. Um, uh, uh, well, that, that's all, I think. Yeah, amen, <laughs> amen. 
So um, we let's start. It's uh, 2020 was the beginning. You say here, uh, my parents. You say my parents invited us to go to uh, on a vacation, and um, it seemed like yesterday. Um, our trip started. You say your trip started January 2nd of 2020. Um, you arrived on January 3rd, and right before, do we have a picture of the family right before the, look at that beautiful picture, beautiful family. There's her daughter, her mother, and your niece, correct? Yes, Daphna. Yes, yes. And so go ahead and, and talk us through, you guys are in the car, life is going good. Yes. And all of a sudden. Well, uh. We were on the road going to Chichen Itza, Mexico. We are happy, singing, I remember. And suddenly on the road, uh, a car came to us beside. So the, my, my dad was driving. Your dad was driving? Yes. Um, I remember like it was yesterday. Uh, it like impact our car, and the car start roll, roll and roll, and I remember that I screamed and said, "Dad, what happened? What happened? What happened?" It was like a movie, like a scary movie. I don't like a know. Scary movie. Yes, and I remember that my my niece, my mom, and my daughter started screaming, and we start roll and roll and. It looked like never going to be end. So uh, suddenly was a big silence, and the car was stopped. And I remember, too, that in that moment, the car was beside, and I was held with a seat belt. And it was, um, the seat belt was connected? Yes. And the car was on its side? Yes. Um, minutes or seconds or minutes ago, I remember that my niece said, I want to sleep, and she take off her seatbelt. So before the accident, your yes. niece took off her seatbelt, wanted to sleep. Yes. Um, my daughter too, Rebecca, I want to sleep too, and I want to take off, and she take off too. Uh, my mom said, Oh, should you, do you want to leave? Okay, so come here. And she take off to her seatbelt. <sighs> Minutes later, the, the car crashed. So I remember when I was held with the seatbelt, I was like turned beside. I opened my eyes, and I remember that my cell phone was beside me. I don't know why my cell phone go through away, or I don't know. And I opened my eyes, and I saw my dad bleeding, covered bleeding in his face, and he was like, "Dad." Like he's dead. Yes. And I saw, and I start, "Dad, wake up, please, help me, help me. I need your help. Wake up." And. Every, everything uh, around me, it was uh, dust, earth, and the airbag exploded. And everything was dark, like the movie. 
It's similar a, a, like a movie. Uh, I was desperate. In my, in my mind, I was uh, thinking, this is not happen. This is not happen. Not me. Why me? I was start uh, screaming, screaming to help, but nobody was. Nobody was there. There. We were alone inside to the uh, trees and the air, dust. Uh, when I saw my dad, uh, came to me a feeling and of long, to loneliness. be alone, loneliness, Lonely. yes. And I was desperate. Real quick, can we get a picture of the vehicle, Ezra? Now you said when the vehicle was on its side, you said the cell phone was there. Yes. You don't know why the cell phone didn't just fly out the window. I believe I know why, but you said you were, you say here you were trying to f make a phone call, but you were so bloody you couldn't even, yes. this, the phone was blood all over the phone, you couldn't even. Yes, and I called my husband. You called your husband who was hours away. He, he was in Peru. He was in Peru while yes. you were in Mexico. Yes. We, we were in the middle of nothing. So my husband saw me because I made, I don't know why I made a video call. A so like he FaceTime. saw me, yes, like a FaceTime. And he saw me blue, bleeding and covered of Cover, Covered yes. in blood. And uh, I was screaming, I was telling him that I need help. I don't know what do I have to do and he started to say to me, where is Rebecca, where are you, where? I was in shock, but I was trying to help my family there because everybody except my mom was unconscious. Unconscious. Yes. And I remember in that moment when I was in the car, my mom, she was like, uh, make this sound. Mm. Oh. And that sound makes me go out to the car because I was actually in the car. So how did you get out of the car? Oh, in my desperate, I remember that I was beside, the, the window of the car was crushed. So uh, I, <laughs> the only thing that I did with my arm and my hand, I did push with all my strength. With all your strength? Yes. And you broke the window. And I broke the window. That's the only way to go out to the car. And I start to, to go out and screaming, help. I need help, help, help. And nobody was there. And then go out and around to the car. And the car was on. And it started to go smoke. Start catching on fire. Yes. And uh, I remember the first thing. I saw my dad inside of the car, and I was screaming, God, why, why? Why did you do that with my dad, thinking that my dad was dying? Because he don't say nothing, and he was with his clo with, uh, closed eyes. His eyes closed. Yes, eyes closed. And uh, the only thing that I did, it was pull my dad, because he was inside, and take out to the car. I pull uh, uh, in the air and take out to the car. 
and I lived there. And I remember that in my desperate to start to screaming, Rebecca, my daughter, and my mom, and my niece too, they were unconscious. But when I get into the car, I turn off the car, and I saw Rebecca. Your daughter, you saw my your daughter. My daughter. Uh, and I, th I thought that she was dying in that moment because her eyes was rolling. Rolling back, her eyes rolling were rolling back. back. Yes, and it's a moment that any mother and any mom don't want to see their children. So in that moment I said, God, why are you take my daughter? I gave you when she born, she's yours. Don't please, don't do that screaming and trying to fight with God while my niece too was unconscious and she can move. She was uh, a crash because Rebecca was uh, on, on, on the top of her. Um, my mom was in the back. She was crushed in the back. So your mom was sitting in the seat with your daughters, but she was in the back. Yes. In the trunk. She yes. rolled back there. Yes. How? We don't know, but she was crushed. We don't know why, why she was there, but she was crushed. All her body was crushed. Um, I said, I don't know why that did you do that. My mom, maybe she can going to be alive. I don't know my daughter, my niece, my dad. And I'm here, why? And suddenly, I was desperate. Appear a woman uh, wearing a typical cloth of Mexico or in the, uh, of that song, wearing a white dress. Um, she came to me and she told me, don't worry, you're, you're okay. You're fine, you're alive. You're gonna be your right. Your family's life too. Don't worry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with you. And she stayed with me all the time because I was alone. And she consoled console me. She comforted you. Yes, yes. And I remember that she took a towel and she rolled my arm because till that moment, I don't see how I was. I was full and covered of bleed. Blood. Blood. And, and your arm was open. Yes, my arm was open the moment when I pushed the window. And uh, my legs too. And she told me, okay, you have to be calm. You're gonna be okay. Don't worry, I'm gonna stay with you. And she took a towel and covered and rolled my arm because it was bleeding. And you have to stay calm, calm and calm. Obviously, I, was, I wasn't calm. And I was trying to, to help my family, yeah. trying to, somebody help my mom that she was in the car. 
trying to help to somebody take out my daughter and my niece because they were in the car. Um, I remember uh, I, uh, I, I don't know, maybe past some minutes, I, I can remember that. But I remember that uh, my dad was sitting and he was starting start thinking what happened. He's starting to wake up. Yes, what happened? And my mom still was in the car and she was screaming for the pain that she was in that moment. And your mom, the pain that she was having, she had broken ribs? Yes, yeah, she broke eight. Eight ribs? Yes. Also yes. her collarbone? Yes, and her face too. And her face? Yes. And the... Um, Eternal bleeding? Yes. And so your mom's screaming out for help, and yes. your father now is now waking up. Yes, and I told him, we have an accident. Um, he said to me, uh, he told me, where's your mom? She's, she's inside. And, and he, I remember that he was stand up, up on the rock, and he was stand, and he was watching to my mom, and, and he told, um, to my mom, he was saying, don't worry, you're going to be okay. I'm praying for you in this moment. But he was full of blood. <laughs> and he was also ribs broken too. But he's trying to be a strength for my mom and for me too. And he was telling her, don't worry, I'm here, I'm with you. You're going to be okay, you're a strength. And my mom, she was saying goodbye. She was saying goodbye to your father. Yes. So uh, that was a, a big uh, uh, part of me to see my parents. May we get a picture of Agapito real quick? Uh, the other one. The other one. So Agapito is calling, or she's calling her husband, who's in Peru, and they were FaceTiming. And her husband uh, sees this visual of Agapito. We don't have that. But I remember when we, when we were, when we were, rolled in the car. When I was a child, like Rebecca or Benjamin, my parents taught me uh, Psalm 23. In that moment, that psalm came to me, and I started to say it. Psalm 23. Yes. I remember that. So that psalm, give me the strength at the, and the, uh, gave you the strength in that moment yeah yeah the the word of god in that moment uh, I mean, you know the word of god in these moments can help us can 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 strengthen us amen
her mother gave her a scripture when she was younger, Psalms 23, and she memorizes the scripture ever since she was a young child. And the scripture came to her in this moment. And could you, could you maybe uh, give us that scripture? In Spanish. And in Spanish is okay. <laughs> is, is that okay in Spanish, correct, church? Amen? Amen. El Señor es mi pastor, nada me faltará. En pastos delicados me hará descansar. Junto a aguas de reposo me pastoreará. Confortará mi alma, me guiará por sendas de justicia, por amor de su nombre. Aunque ande en valle de sombra de muerte, no temeré. Porque tú estás conmigo. I, I'm still wondering you said you're in the middle of nowhere when this accident happened and a lady came in white white clothing where did she come from i don't know but i told that she was an angel that god sent for me god told me that you are not alone i was alone <laughs> but it wasn't. God always had the control. Every second, every moment. So now, so fast forwarding a little bit, we could be here for quite some time, but so now the accident happens, your family gets taken to the hospital. You don't know if anyone's gonna make it. You don't know if your daughter is going to make it. And now you're in the hospital all alone with this, with this feeling of hopelessness, discouragement, angry at God, what was going through your, your, your mind in the hospital? We were at hospital. Um, I was anguished. Um, I couldn't see Rebecca and my parents, my niece. I was desperate to know how they are. Also Rebecca, uh, she um, broke her this part of the eyelash. Yes. Can we can um, we get a picture of her daughter? Uh, it's obviously afterwards, but there's Rebecca. Uh, she a part of the skin was whole. Her skin was coming yes. off. Yes. I I I told that she was blind. Going to be blind. blind. Yes. Um. When we were when we were hospital. I was fighting with God. You were fighting with God? Yes. Fighting, asking why God. Why we, are, why we are here. That wasn't the plan. Um, uh, remember the doctor came to me and told me, okay, your mother and your daughter are very bad. So... My mom, she can't move in that moment. She was very pain. She was very, very bad. And Rebecca was also. And the doctor told me, you, you can't be stay here. So you, can't, you have to go another hospital. Uh, because we don't have all the tra treatment for, for her. Rebecca was bleeding inside. We 
the, the, the information, the yeah. medical information, say that Rebecca was bleeding inside and she was needing that moment uh, treatment. And also my mom too, and my dad and my niece because my niece was broke her hip. She wasn't, uh, she couldn't walk. Whose hips were broken? Daphna, my okay, niece. Okay, your niece. Yes. <sighs> I was desperate and I was trying to be strength for my family because till that time I was alone fighting with God and asking why God, why do I have to do that? And past the hours, my husband was flying to Mexico. The accident was 10 a.m. and my husband arrived in the middle night. Middle of the night? Yes. And trying to move to another hospital because that hospital was also in the middle of nothing. Middle of nowhere. Yes. Um, and my husband and my sister-in-law arrived and I was in shock because I was trying during all the day to be strange and trying to be, be calm because till that moment I couldn't see Rebecca and my niece. They don't want to see, they don't let me see her. So this whole time you weren't able to see your daughter? Yes. I, I didn't know how they uh, make a surgery. Yeah. Here she was full of um, piece of uh, glass yeah. in her body. Also my hands too, my dad, my mom. Can we get that picture of her father in that moment of uh, in this, there's our brother Agapito and in this moment I'm being told he's, he's yelling out to his wife saying, honey, it's gonna be okay. God is in control, God is gonna take care of you. And so your father's also at the hospital but now they need to move you guys to a different hospital. Um, remember when we moved to another hospital, it was like three hours that the place that we are. We arrived there and the first thing the doctor said, we have to check Rebecca and your mother and take to Rebecca with the old medical information and remember when the doctor said to Rebecca, I was praying in my mind, saying, God, please, it's yours. Not me, it's yours. So it's in your hands because she was bleeding inside. She was in that moment eight or seven. So you were telling God that my daughter is yours. Yes. And it was a feeling of, again, to be alone, to what do I have to do now? And remember when Rebecca was going, uh, just was me, I was praying. The Lord, you have, you have to do that you have to do, not me, I'm not God. 
you have the control of everything. Um, past, I think, an hour, I, I can remember that. Um, the doctor came to me and, she, and he told me, okay, uh, I don't know why the, the, the medical information of the, or the, or the hospital with this, your daughter is okay. She doesn't have nothing inside. She's okay. And I remember that, what? But the information don't say that, doctor. No, she's okay. We take uh, all the tests and she's okay. The only thing that she has is a fracture here in this part. So she has she have to stay move, uh, don't move. But inside here is everything okay. She's not bleeding, she's nothing. <laughs> so well, okay. Wow, God, what can I say? See, if I was fighting with you, why? Why do you want to teach me right now? And the only thing that I remember in that moment, I looked to the eyes to the doctor and I said, thank you, Lord. And the doctor saw me and, what? <laughs> I have to say, and I have to praise to the God because I know God was made a miracle in the life of my daughter. And Rebecca, I remember she was next to me and she saw me and she told me, mommy, what's happened? I remember that Rebecca, in all the time during the accident, during when she was taken out to the car with the firefighters and she was in the car, she never cried. I was crying, but she never cried. I remember the, the strength of my daughter. I remember the, the firefighters told me, okay, you have to calm down because your daughter is fine. She's, she, she doesn't cry, and so you have to stay calm. And I was, okay, okay, I wanna, I'm gonna be okay. I remember when I saw Rebecca, she was um, on the bed, and she was, mommy, I'm okay. And obviously she wasn't okay. She was <laughs> the skin, and she was, and I said, yes, everything is gonna be all right. Okay, Rebecca, you're gonna be okay. Also praying to the Lord too. Um, when the doctor told me that, I know that it was a miracle because we have another medical information and the doctor moved us for that, for Rebecca and my mom. And I know that God was made something special in the life of my daughter. Um, also, she, the, the, the Lord wants to teach me something more. No fight, but I was fighting. You were fighting God? Yes. You were upset at God, you were, you were angry. Yes, yes. Um, and I remember you sharing that your pastor in Peru told you something yes, that I, really helped you. I remember that when my pastor, my pastor in Peru called me, 
he told me I was crying, desperate too, in shock. Uh, he told me, because I, I was telling him, why, Pastor, why, why, why we are here? Why, why, Pastor, I don't know, why? Um, my pastor told me, don't ask God why. You have to say for what. Because God has in control on everything. Don't ask, uh, don't ask to God why. Say for what. Because God wants more of you and your family. And I remember each word of my pastor in Peru. <laughs> Every time when I say, guys, God, why? Oh, no, no, I have to say, for what? Um, uh, my mom was very bad. And I remember when, when the doctor came to me because I was clearly she told me, okay, your mom is bad. She has a bridge broke, she has her face fractured in the back, uh, inside bleeding. So we have to do a lot of care. And in that moment, I remember, I start, okay, God, again? Why do you want to fight with me? Why? If you, do, if you did a miracle with my daughter, why do you, why? Don't do with my mom too. Um, my mom, she was trying to be calm. She always said, I'm right, I'm gonna be okay. Uh, she was with a lot of pain in her body because she can't move, she can't. I was so encouraged to see a video of your mother in a lot of pain at the hospital. And while she's in all this pain, with a, with a, a, a breathing mask over her face, she's praising God in this moment. Yes. Yes. My mom, every moment till the accident, always praise the Lord, always. And that is strange. Uh, to see in her pain, I don't know, maybe when we are, we have some push or I don't know, we are like, you know, I can move but eight ribs yeah. and fracture and with all her body. Yeah. It was very hard for me to see her thinking that she maybe never could be walk <clears throat> and so, sister, we have to kind of speed up a little bit. Can we get a picture of her her arm? Um, that yes. And you, there was a, there was there's something they call it something. It's where your skin starts Necrosize. dying. I'm sorry. Necrosis. Ne necrosis. Yes. Ne and and so her skin was was uh, but before this, uh, her, I guess it was. I mean, it looked worse. This is at the hospital, but. This, her arm was this way while she's busting the windows, while she's caring for her whole family, taking her whole family out of the car. And so this accident happens now. You guys go back home, except your, your mother's at the hospital, but now COVID-19 hits. 
and you're at home all alone yes. with this going on, with your daughter's situation, your father. We're here at home, church, praying for Agapito at staff meetings, and they're miles and miles and miles away. But I really believe, church, God heard our prayers. Amen. And her family, are, they're here with us this morning. By the grace of God. So I want to, real, real quick, I want to touch on, when you were at home alone, what, what helped you through discouragement? If you could tell us as we get ready to close, what helped you through this whole time? What did God do? What did you do? just to be here with us this morning. Because there's a lot of people, there's, there's discouragement in all of our lives, things happen, uh, tragedies happen, and some people put their hope into this world and they never come out of it. But what did you do that got you from there, all alone, COVID-19, to where, where you are now? Mm -hmm. uh, it was hard. Not easy. Uh, the only thing that I know is that I want to serve God wherever, whatever, with my family. Maybe with this accident, it, will, it could be probably that to stay away from God, fighting. But I know that God's plan that he has for me is more than that. And I'm sure that I have to serve God in, all, in every moment, teaching my, my children too. It was hard. I know that this accident is uh, are going to be in my mind every day. But God give me the strength to serve. This, this part of my life help to other people which is past this moment hard, but praying and to stay at the Lord, praying my husband to support me and be clear that I'm going to serve God every moment, in every circumstance, no matter, doesn't matter where I am. So I have the security that I'm going to stay with my Lord. If I'm here alive with my family, I know that God has a wonderful plan for us. Um, I think that. Um, I want to say something. No one is free from that, but if you have the Lord in your life, 
you have the full assurance that your spirit is safe for eternity. Put your trust in God in every circumstance. He's your protector. He's your helper. And he was help, that, that helper on me in that time. Like the Psalm 23, aunque ande en valle de muerte. When we threw that, God always be there. Nobody else, only God. And God will support you in every circumstance. We know that God has a plan for each one of you. And he wants to know more of us. We can give more, we can give more of us to the Lord because everything and including our lives is for is of him. We want to say thank you for hearing our story. Actually, Pastor, it's the first time that I tell this and it's an honor to share with you, each one, with this wonderful church. And thank you so much for your prayer in that moment, that support. The church is that family that supports in moments, hearts. And I want to say thank you for that and thank you for your prayers. And God always be with the arms waiting for us. Don't wait moments like this to go with him. We have to say thank you in every moment. And parents, teach to your children the scripture, the Bible, the songs, the promises that God has for us. We don't know when that word can help us like me. I remember that when I was a child, my parents told us. So don't tire to teach your children. So folks, I had some more stuff, but we, we, have, to, we have to get uh, rolling right now. But I just want to uh, touch on um, Elijah said, enough, enough. I've had enough. You ever have one of those moments in life? I've had enough. I'm done. But how many you know God has put enough in us to be able to with, 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 withstand anything that comes our way as long as we continue to trust and live for him? He has given us enough. So when you're at this moment of discouragement, put your trust in God. Serve Jesus. Look to God. And remember enough. God has put enough in us. To be able to go through whatever comes our way in life. Don't ever give up. Don't ever stop serving God. Let's bow our heads this morning. If, if you're here, you're visiting with us. I don't believe it's a coincidence that you're here this morning. It is a different Sunday. Today is a, a, a lot different than, than most. 
but I believe uh, we all go through things, and I believe there's someone here this morning, you're going through some things that no one knows about, and you, you got some, some hopelessness, some discouragement, some frustration in your life, but there's a God in heaven who sees, and he wants you to lean on him. Just like my child, I could, I could tell my child, I could say, I could tell my children, I'm here for you, but that's up to them whether they want me to help them or not. And they're going to reach an age one day, hit over 18, they're going to leave the home and they can decide whether to listen to me, what, what we've taught them. And, but that's, they, they have their own lives. But there's a God in heaven who says, I have a plan for you. I have a future for you. He's here this morning and he wants you to surrender your life to him. That's you this morning. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. If you're watching online and you want Jesus to come into your heart to forgive you of your sins, you say, Pastor, if I was to pass away today, I know I would not make heaven my home. Pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I am a sinner who needs forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for me. You rose on the third day, and you're going to come back for me. I surrender my life to you. I give my heart to you. I want to serve you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Church, let's all stand. Brother Agapito, if you could come, please, and dismiss us and say a prayer for us this morning. Sister Sylvia, could you come up with your husband? And, 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 uh, or if you can, if you're not able to, it's okay. Um, what an honor and a privilege it is to have this beautiful family in our church. And again, they've been serving here for many years. If you don't know Agapito and Sylvia, get to know them. Can we give them a hand? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, this morning we are here, Lord, uh, with all our hearts surrendering to you, Lord, because you have control of everything, Lord. Everything will happen in our lives is because you have a plan for us. You have a purpose very well defined for us, Lord. So we surrender our lives to you, O oh Lord, and take control in everything that will happen in our lives. Uh, your blessings will be with all the families in here, Lord, with all the children, all the teenagers, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Protect them, Lord, all the time. Oh, Lord, we pray this thing in your precious name. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you. Be blessed this Sunday. Thank you so very much. Um, we're going to be starting in five minutes, so help me out with that, Luke. Thank you so very much. Amen. You do great. Thank you so very much.